With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God. What a mighty God. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God. What a mighty God. What a mighty God we serve. I cover this broadcast in the blood of Jesus. I speak the blood of Jesus over the air in Jesus' name. I speak the blood of Jesus over everyone in Jesus' name. I speak the blood of Jesus over the land in Jesus' name. Father, we command the angels from the north, south, east, west to come, the angels of healing, the angels of deliverance, the angels of protection surround us. And, Father, we thank you. We thank you, God, because you are a healer in Jesus' name. We thank you because you're Jehovah Jireh, our provider in Jesus' name. We thank you, God. You are our deliverer in Jesus' name. Oh, God, we thank you. That you renew our mindset. Let our mind be renewed in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for forgiveness, God, that we can let go and walk in the power of forgiveness. In the name of Jesus, Father, you're awesome. Father, you're wonderful, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you because you're awesome, that you're wonderful. We thank you, God. We thank you. Thank you for healing in Jesus' name, for deliverance, for prosperity, for peace for comfort, for strength. Hallelujah, Father. Hallelujah, God. You're awesome and you're wonderful. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory because you were to be praised. Hallelujah. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Thank you. You're awesome. You're wonderful. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God. What a mighty God. What a mighty God. We serve, hallelujah, what a mighty God we serve. Glory, hallelujah, what a mighty God, what a mighty God we serve. Good afternoon, I'm your host, Prophetess Arthur Roslyn Jennings. You can contact me at 412, that's 412. 206-9376, and also um, you go on Amazon, get your copy of the Life Changing Book called Forgiveness Goes Both Ways. Once again, it's called Forgiveness Goes Both Ways on Amazon. Also, if you um, are looking to um, purchase, um, looking to publish a book, I help, I, I, I consult people, and also I help you um, to publish your book, so contact me. Um, if if you have your manuscript um, it's ready, 
and all you do have to go through edit, editing. Um, you you get you can get a book ready within two weeks. It doesn't take long to get your book published as long as you you have your manuscript on a USB, and um, you have your you know your book cover, and and everything. You you can do it in two weeks. It's it's up to you. It's all everything's up to you. How bad you want it, Amen. I'm also, I have a book called Eight Steps. You can pre-order it, Eight Steps, before saying I do. It's a promotion at this time. You can pre-order it. It is going to be $10.99 to pre-order, and then after that, it's going to be 14 Um, This book, anybody who's single, engaged, even if you marry, it will help you so much. Um, the do's and don'ts. You know, a lot of us never had no one to sit down and, you know, keep it real with us and be honest what to look for in a relationship, amen. But one thing, before you marry any man or any woman, um, and, and I pray uh, that you accept Jesus Christ, um, you know, as your Lord and Savior, amen. But before you marry anyone, number one, make sure the both of you go through healing. When I say healing, emotional healing, deal with rejection, abandonment, and things that happen in your childhood. And when I say deliverance, I'm talking about deliverance from generational curses are real, amen, from your mother's side, from your father's side, and, and, and also deal with witchcraft and evil altars. And also if you if you constantly having, you know, bad dreams, eating in your dream or somebody coming to you, sitting in your dream, you know, all that is something you need to be delivered from before you say, I do, amen. So uh, healing. It's two types of healing. It's physical healing when you need God to heal you from diabetes or high blood pressure or, you know, unfortunately cancer, but also emotional healing. So it doesn't matter who you are, you need to be healed from the spirit of rejection, amen, and abandonment, you know, and other things, you know, it it doesn't matter, you know, a lot of us don't want to get to the root. you got to get to the root. You know, you don't want to bring up your baggage from your childhood or from your other relationship into your new relationship that will lead to marriage. So it's so important, healing, deliverance, and then counseling, amen. Counseling, is, marriage counseling is talking about the finances, talking about the bedroom, it's getting detail, you know, um, how to handle things once you get married. But a lot of us went through marriage counseling, but we never went through healing and deliverance, which that's one of the main reasons, unfortunately, why a lot of people are separated and divorced, whether you're in the body or not, because you never dealt with the generational curse. You never dealt with which you never dealt with things that's in your life, amen. So you, you can't be in denial and you can't, you know, you think it's gonna go away. You gotta you gotta confront it. Whatever you don't confront will confront you. Come on, somebody. Whatever you don't confront, it will confront you. So you know, and so also I wanna say when, before you marry anyone or before you sleep with anyone, or you need to be married before you sleep with anyone, but we know those things don't happen. You know, we're just keep it real. A lot of us, we, we, didn't, we didn't wait to get married before we, we have sex. And I don't want nobody to say, oh, no, I promote in marriage. Well, let's keep it real. We're human and we do, you know. But I, before you go, you, you sleep with somebody before you marry somebody, you need, you're both of you need to go to the health department, you know, or you go to your doctor and get tested for all STDs, STD, you know, 
you you don't know where your husband, your future husband, to be husband been. You don't know where she's been. It doesn't matter. Oh, he's a apostle or she's a uh, prophetess or a minister. It doesn't matter. That's more the reason why you need to go. Amen. That's one of the reasons why you need to go get tested. Amen. So you know, you you, you got to know who you're married to, and also you got to make sure that they're healthy. You know, because if your if your spouse have health challenges, you need to go to a healing service and get healed from that. The, the Bible says the blessing of the Lord make rich. You add no sorrow. Should not start a marriage off with sickness and poverty. You should not. I don't care what nobody tells you. You need to be delivered. Okay, that's why you need to go to the right ministry and be set free in the name of Jesus. Amen. And these are things a lot of people don't talk about, but you need, and that's why we're going through what we're going through, because nobody cares to sit down and get to the root to your problem. So this book will really open your eyes and really, you know, it's, it's like it's an eye-opener and what to, what do you expect, amen? A lot of times we go into relationship and marriage not even knowing what, what what's the role of a husband, amen? What's the role of a wife? Okay, you, husband, you got to know who your, your role is. You, as a husband, you need to know how to, to love, make your wife feel love and, and, and appreciate and express you, amen? And and the wife, we're here to, we're, we're, we're a helpmate. We're not here to take care of you, men. You know, a lot of men in the church, they want somebody to no, no, we're not your mother. We're your helpmate. It's a difference. Amen. And we're not here to be used and take advantage of men. Don't, don't don't use and take advantage of other women. And women, don't let these men use you. Amen. And so before you marry anything, like I said, uh, uh, of course, salvation, and, and, you know, and make sure you believe in everything the Bible says. Amen. And, and healing and deliverance and counseling, but STD testing. Amen. And some other things I talk about, but those are two main things I want to share with anybody that is considering getting married. And, and men, you, uh, and, and you need to have a lifestyle of fashion and playing. You should be able, both of you, uh, your, your soon-to-be husband and wife, you need to be praying at midnight. Midnight is very is, is a very time, the time with the witches and warlocks and occulted, so much demonic activities. The best time to pray is between midnight and 3. If you say you want to be my husband, if you can't uh, fast and pray for me or pray for me during the midnight hour, we can't come together and cover each other in the blood of Jesus and pray warfare prayers and cancel the assignment. We need to pray to cancel things, prevent it from happening. You don't pray after things happen. No, you pray before to cancel the assignment of the enemy. Amen? So many of us don't want to pray in the midnight hour. We become so lazy and so selfish. No, I'm holding the people. So if, if a man can't pray for you during the midnight hour, if you if you can't pray for each other, you don't need. I don't need me. You know, I'm believing in God for the right person. But if they can't pray for me in the midnight hour, I don't need you. You know, praying goes both ways. You're not. I'm not here to be praying for you. You don't pray for me. No, men, take your rightful place and pray for your soon-to-be wife. If you're married, you listen to my here. Pray for your wife. Learn learn how to pray. Amen. Open your Bible to Psalm 91. Pray that. And Father, I cover her, I cover myself, I cover my family, cover my home in the blood of Jesus, and pray Psalm 91. It's so simple, but something so simple, we're too lazy to do. Amen. And so, you know, pre-order your copy, contact me. Also, um, we do need ministry helpers, you know, let the soul see with any help you can. We appreciate it, you know, we, and, we, and we speak divine protection and blessings upon your life. Amen. But to do a one-on-one, I ask you to sow a seed, amen, because it takes time to get to the root 
and, and so at any time you come to a man or woman of God that's helping you, you should always sow back into the ministry. Amen. Do want to read chapter 16, verse 16? It tells you that. Psalm 54, it tells you that. Even even 1 Corinthians 9-11, I should not really share the scriptures. It should be, you know, I, I've never met so many people that want something for nothing. You can't read what you didn't, didn't sow. Amen. You can't have me fasting and praying and sowing seeds and, and all during the night up to praying, and you think you're just going to come into the ministry and just take and leave? No, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. You can't reap what you didn't sow. Okay, so anytime a man or woman of God takes the time and they counsel you and they're helping you, take a seed, okay, and sow back into the ministry and pray for them. Amen. We can't go through life being selfish and ungrateful, okay? And I noticed that, you, you know, uh, a lot of people really don't know how to honor. We need to learn how to honor and respect each other as saints of God and as ministers of God. And I've noticed one thing with the men in the church, the ministers, the male ministers, you know, it went for women. You don't have a church. But when it comes to a woman going through, you don't stand with us. You, know, you, you really don't. We, we got we, to get out of that selfish spirit. Amen. And these are things that I have to bring to your attention so you're going to repent and change your ways. Amen. So we're going to hurry up and do the um, forgiveness exercise. And we're going to read Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. Everybody turn to Ephesians. Everybody come prepared, you know. Come with a pen, a paper, your Bible, and come and sow a seed. Amen. Amen. And come and, and, and be healed and be delivered and be set free. Amen. And and and, and get and, Get involved with the things of God. Amen. You know, a lot of us don't want relationship. We want convenience. Amen. No, in life, you got you gotta I'm I'm hold, I believe in holding people accountable. Come on. I believe I believe in holding people you you know, we have to be accountable to each other. It's not we can't do what we want to do and, and we wanna mistreat people or 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 or, or, or always want somebody to be there, but when we need when when they need us we got so much excuses, you know, time out. Ain't nobody want to hear no excuses. You know, we we, we, we got to stop being selfish and, and lazy, amen. And I want to say something, because the more I know the people, it's, it, you, you have to fight for your destiny and your deliverance. You know, if you don't fight for your destiny and your deliverance, it's, who else going to fight for it? Somebody going to set free. You know, people complain about things in their life, but when you tell them to fast and pray during the midnight hour, they don't want to do it. You tell them to go to certain places to receive, you know. You may, like me, I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but, but, but when I went to Hamilton, Canada, that's when I received my breakthrough. You know what I'm saying? You don't know where your breakthrough is. Amen. You can't limit yourself and be lazy. So, well, I live in Pittsburgh. I ain't going nowhere. Then you limit yourself because if you travel out from Pittsburgh or wherever you are, and go somewhere else, that's where you're going to receive your breakthrough. And come on. So a lot of times we, we, we think we, we, we're too lazy. We don't, want, we, don't want to, we don't want to get out of our comfort. We want everything handmade. No, handmade. It, life doesn't work that way, okay? Certain times, there's certain, there's certain things, certain seeds you have to sow, and certain places you have to go to get a breakthrough. Amen? Amen? There's different, you know, there's different anointing. Everybody carry, everybody ain't the same. Everybody carry a different anointing of healing, a different anointing of deliverance, and the supernatural, amen. So if you want to experience 
the supernatural. You got to connect to the supernatural to receive the supernatural. Amen? So it's the time out for religion, tradition, all that time out. You know what I'm saying? Too many people dying and going to hell, and they're like, where's God? Because they're not experiencing the supernatural. They're not dealing with generational. They're not, they're not playing against these. You know, they're not dealing with some things. You know, they're they too religious. They're not dealing with some things. I didn't mean to come on like this, but sometimes people need to hear the truth. Sometimes people need to hear the truth, and the truth will set you free. Amen. You need to hear the truth, and the truth will set you free. Amen. So let's turn to Ephesians chapter 4. We're going to go to 31 and 32. And it says, let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Ephesians chapter 4, 31 and 32. It's telling us to what? Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking what? be put away from you with what? all malice. Verse 32 says, be kind. Come on, a woman and men of God, when the last time you were kind to someone, when was the last time you was kind to some, to yourself? It says, be kind. It says, be kind one another. Come on. God is telling us to be kind. A lot of us don't know how to treat each other. A lot, so many people in the body, in, in Spain, I'm, I'm, I'm going to deal with these ministers, you all need to be delivered from the spirit of rejection. Come on, somebody. Because you've been rejected, you will turn around and reject somebody else. So none of us never think to break the spirit of rejection and break the cycle of hurting people hurt people. Amen. We need, we need to go deep today to get, get, them, get some healing deliverance on the line. So also verse 2, it says, be kind one another, tenderhearted. There it goes. It says, forgiving. Forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. Amen. So that's why I wrote the book called Forgiven. Uh, it's called Forgiveness Goes Both Ways. If you want God to forgive you, then you need to forgive someone. Forgiveness is not an easy task. It's a process. Instead of, you, you Google the, the forgiveness scriptures and you fast and you say, God, let it, I, you know, I, I need you to take this hurt, this pain out of my heart. Help me to forgive. I want to walk in forgiveness because forgiveness is not about Ray Ray or Susie who hurts you, is about you being set free. Amen. It, 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 at times, I'm, I'm speaking from experience from my own life. I can't share something about some forgiveness just because I teach on forgiveness. It has not been easy to me to forgive. Amen. Because I teach on it. Of course, the enemy has done all he can to fight me in this area. Of course, the enemy has done all he can to stop me, but you can't stop. What God ordained, oh, somebody going to get set free. They can't stop you. Whatever God ordained for you to do, do it in the name of Jesus. Amen. You do it in the name of Jesus. Don't let nobody stop you from doing what you are called by God to do. We are called by God, not by man. Somebody going to get set free today in the name of Jesus. I'm not called by you. I'm called by Jesus. Hallelujah. He called me. Come on, somebody. Don't get caught up in people. Get caught up in Jesus. Hallelujah. You're not caught by men. You are caught by Jesus. Somebody going to get set free this afternoon in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So people of God, there's three areas in forgiveness. Forgiving yourself. 
forgiving others and going back and apologize to people. You can't go through life being wrong and strong. You can't go through life doing people anyhow and don't, and don't think and they're going to come back to you. You need to repent. That's why today I'm doing it this, this show uh, broadcast real quick. I'm not going to be too long because, you know, um, I had a situation. I, I got bad news today, and, you know, my father called me this morning. I figured it was bad news because, you know, he don't really call me, and you know, he really don't call me in the morning. I'm like, okay, something's going on. But he, when, he, when he told me, you know, I felt bad, and the first thing I was praying, I said, Lord, I pray that my cousin, you know, I was I believe in the word of God in Matthew 10, 8. I know, you know I want to be around people who have the faith and the supernatural. I believe in raising his dad. Amen. If I, please don't, we, 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 the saints, we, a lot of us don't have no faith. We don't operate in the supernatural. We're so religious that we quit, instead of, you know, praying and, 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 and speaking and command that spirit, come back to, we quit to put an SIP or RIP on somebody's name. Don't be so quick to put an RIP, rest in peace, or stay, the new one is SIP. No, pray and, and, and pray, pray them back to life. Do what Matthew 10, verse 8 is in the Word. But some of us are so lazy and selfish, we don't want to take the time to know the Word for ourselves. Come on. And then we so wrapped up telling people, oh, it's God's will. No, premature death is not the will of God, my brothers and sisters. But your religion self religious self. No. No. And see, before before you tell somebody that it's God's will, like somebody told me, you check their check their family bloodline. You don't know nothing about that person's bloodline. You don't know that they need that, that, that family needed deliverance from generational curse, from premature death, from sickness. You know, you didn't deal with those evil altars that that brought that's premature death. You know what I'm saying? So don't be so quick to say Oh, no, if you die before 77 zeros in the word, before 70, it's called premature death and it's not of God. And the, the book of John, you know, I, I, gotta, I guess I'm about to go through the scriptures because some of us don't take the time and say, God, give me revelation. Keep me your word. The Bible said in Psalm 91, verse 16, with long life. The Bible also say, and with Psalms one eighteen seventeen, I should not die, but live and declare the work of the law. We need to have long, healthy, prosperous life. If anybody die, I have to deal with this in my family. Anyone die before seventy years old, it's called premature death. Sickness is not of Jesus. Sickness comes from the enemy. It's not from God. So I remember somebody told me some foolishness. And, and, and I, I should have rebuked them, but now I'm with somebody who I rebuke you. Sickness, God don't put sickness on you to test your faith. No. Sickness comes from generational curses. It comes from witchcraft. It comes it come from the enemy. It don't come from God. A lot of us, we're we so ignorant. I had to tell somebody today who, who I, I just knew he, he was a man of He had all this teaching on the supernatural, but he couldn't test and agree with me, believing God for a miracle to bring my cousin back to life. But he, you know, I mean, I mean, come on. We need to know the word, and we need to have faith. We, 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 we can't be we, we, we so into ourselves. We need to have a relationship with Jesus, not religion. And we need to experience the supernatural. 
But today, if you are sick, you need to repent. You need you need uh, you need to repent to God. You need to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And if you've done anything to anybody, go back. Excuse me, go back and repent to them and get things right. And then we can believe in God for your healing. Come on, somebody. Okay. God could deliver you from the spirit of sickness, infirmity, and sickness. I was sick four years ago around this time. And God healed me from abnormal bleeding. God has healed me from a lot of things. The, 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 um, I had a pastor who was trying to kill me. I didn't even know she was trying to kill me. And God delivered me from the, the spirit of death. It's a spirit. You can be delivered from the spirit of sickness and death. But but, but you it's, it, you got to have faith. You got to repent. You got to forgive. And you got to go for healing and deliverance. Amen. What does the word of God say? It's not about what the doctors say. It's not about what people say. But the Bible says, he said what? Through his stripes, you are healed. In Psalm 107, he said he sent his word to heal you. So you need to Google scriptures on healing, and you need to connect to a ministry. And then you need, a lot of people don't want to repent and renounce. Today, when I when I heard about my cousin, of course, you know I, I you know I was I was sad to hear about it. I apologized. I asked my father. He said, "Yeah, keep me in prayer." But I had to repent to God. I said, "God, you know, 15 years ago, my cousin, Max, you know, Maxine, she didn't do right by me. You know, if any unforgiveness taken away, because I want to believe in you, because I believe in God's grace, you know." God's grace and mercy and divine intervention. Amen. God do God do raise the dead in 2018. Okay? Whether you believe it or not, it does it does exist. It doesn't matter what you believe, it, 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 it what's the word of God tells you in Matthew chapter eight eight. And people are coming back to life who's around the right people to bring them back to life. Prophet Jeremiah in, in Nigeria, even Apostle Ronald in West Palm Beach. God is using him to raise the dead. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people, because they don't have faith and they're so religious, they'd rather argue with you than have faith, the strength faith, and believe in God to heal them and raise them from, you know what I'm saying? But we, we, we have no faith and we're so religious. And we, a lot of us, we, our, heart, our heart is not right. And so today is. If you're sick, if you know you're dying, you need to repent to God, and you need to repent to people. And you need to accept Jesus, and you need to believe in God to deliver you from the spirit of death, which he can, and deliver you from the spirit of sickness, which he can. And you can contact me. Amen. You can contact me at 412-206-9376. I don't argue with people. If you if, Like I told somebody earlier today, you, I told them straight up, you ignorant because you don't know the word of God. It's not my fault you don't know the word of God. It's not my fault you don't take the time to study and ask God to give you revelation. It's not my fault you don't, you, you don't buy books on, on healing and, and, and the supernatural or you don't connect to a ministry of the Apostle Ronald in, in West Palm Beach or uh, – uh, 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 other people that God is using, God is using me. That's why I can't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna leave myself out because God is using me. Amen. You know, but it, it's not my fault, and I'm not here to argue with nobody. 
If you don't believe in healing, that's between you and Jesus. If you don't believe in deliverance, if you don't believe in uh, witchcraft, that was so many people are dead or dying now because they're sick because they're sick and come from witchcraft. Witchcraft is real, whether you want to believe it or not. People doing evil altars are real, whether you want to believe it or not. So it's not my fault. It's not my fault because you're ignorant. The Bible said, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Apostle Paul said it best. Don't be ignorant to the life of the enemy. And so if you don't take the time and open and know the words, and if you don't understand something, ask. When I don't understand something, I don't argue with nobody, and I don't down them. I said, can you show me the word, and can you explain to me? And they do, and I said, thank you. So sometimes we have not been taught because my people perish for the lack of knowledge. Amen. And a lot of us, our hearts got too much selfishness, jealousy. We just think we just ain't right. We just ain't right as people. We just ain't right as people. You know, we say we God's people, but we have no love, no compassion, and we don't know how to treat people. But God will God will judge us. None of us is going to get away with nothing. I'm just wanting people to know that. I don't care who you are, wherever you whatever you call yourself. We all need healing, we all need deliverance, we all need counseling, and we all need to know how to forgive. Amen? No one is exempt from nothing. Or I don't care who you are, we all need to. You are not exempt. Amen. Amen. So, Father, I thank you that the blood of Jesus over this word, I pray, you know, I pray against any spectators, you know, any evil do we 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 be exposed and be destroyed by fire. We just thank you, God, to give us fresh revelation today. Give us wisdom, God. Your people, we, we myself and all your people, we need wisdom. We need understanding. So we need to know that you are a healer. By your stripes, we are healed. You are delivered. But we need to repent. We need to repent for our wicked ways. And we need to go back and get things right. And we can't go through life mistreating people and, and making excuses, amen. A lot of times we see things that's not right. Instead of we bringing things to people's attention, we, we want to justify it. No, you're going to help, you're going to be whole accountable too. Because right is right and wrong is wrong, amen. God's going to hold all, he's going to hold all of us accountable on how we treat each other, amen. But before you die, the least you could do is repent and get Jesus it's up Jesus Christ in your life and go back to people and say, Lord, bring the Holy Spirit, bring to my remembrance all the people I have done wrong because I repent. Please, I, I, you know, I pray that you deal with their heart to forgive me and I repent for, you know, we got we to gotta be accountable for our action and for our life. We, we got to stop making excuses. We got to stop blaming everybody when we're the problem. Amen. We got to be accountable. Amen. Because on Judgment Day, when we stand before God, God don't want to hear no excuses about your family, about any pastor or Ray Ray or Susie. God want to know what did you do for him, and did you walk in the spirit of excellence? Did you or you? Did your you know your anointing has gone through your character? Are you a man of a man of integrity? Was you a woman? Because a lot of us are not. Let's keep it real. A lot of us are not. Let's keep it real. You know, and I I have no problem telling people the truth. Amen. In love, I'm telling you, don't take offense. 
and don't speak no cur- no word curse on me. If any anybody speak a word curse on me, I send it back to them. We you better read Psalm seven verse fifteen. 15 whatever you try to dig for me, I'll come back to you. That's that's the word. See, people don't know the word. The people are ignorant to the word. But you better know the word. Be careful what you speak out of your mouth on somebody. When I, that's why Jesus said, Father, forgive them. But Jesus asked God to forgive them because they didn't know because he didn't, he didn't want to speak no word curse on them out of anger. So when you get angry, don't say nothing. Just pray and say, God, deliver me from anger. I don't want to speak nothing over this person's life. Whether you agree or disagree, it's okay. But don't speak word curses over people. Don't speak word curses over you. So I don't know who I'm, this is the word is for somebody. Be careful what you say out of your mouth to people. It will come back to you. It's the word. Go ahead and read. Go ahead. Go to go to Psalm seven and read chapter fifteen. Know the words. A lot of people don't know the word. Get into the word. That's going to going to give you revelation and open your eye and the Holy Spirit. Your teacher, the Holy Spirit, teach me. I need to know God's word for myself. Amen. You need to know the word for God for yourself. You got to know God for yourself. Amen. We all need to know God. I know God for myself. When I was sick, bleeding on the floor, when I was grieved, left by myself, my brother got my brother got killed. Ain't nobody was there with God. Amen. And nobody didn't think it was wrong. You, you, you're supposed to call people. I've never met so many ministers don't have compassion. Don't have, they don't even say, I'm sorry. They don't say, you know, call. I've never met no people on holidays. They don't call. It's like God. Where do these people come from? They have no home training, they have no compassion, and they always got an issue. But we have to be careful how we treat people because you never know when it comes, it, 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 things may knock on your door, and then the Holy Spirit said, remember how you treated prophecies, Rosalind Jennings. Remember you never pick up the phone. Remember you never send a car. Remember you told her to get over it, move on, change the own. Remember how cold and self. See, see when we cold, we, a lot of us, Got so much hurt and rejection of us. We, we, we say things because people have said it to us, and we, we don't break the cycle. A lot of us are not right as ministers and as saints. We are not. The Bible tells us to restore each other. We don't even want to do that. We, we want to put everything on God so we don't have to do nothing. That spirit of selfishness got to go. That laziness got to go. That jealousy got to gotta go. You, you, you know, we, we really, our hearts are not right. We got to be careful how we talk and how we treat people. I was sharing with this one sister. I said, when, I said, the kingdom of darkness, the witches and warlocks, when they come together between midnight and they stay from midnight to three or four in the morning, sometimes longer. You know, we, we canceled the assignment, what they're doing. But one thing, they got more loyalty. Come on, they got more loyalty than the people in the church because when when, when one have a problem with, with, with somebody, if, if one person have a problem with six sister X, they all come together to attack. You got one you got one person who, who is sister X, X as an X-ray, sister X, and you got five or more, a network of people attacking you. But in the body, as ministers and as saints, we're so selfish, we're so jealous. And, and and all we care about ourselves, we when we see somebody going through stuff, instead of us coming together at midnight 
and fast and pray for that sister and brother or each other and take that sister and brother out or do something nice, we tell them what? Get over it. Move on. You're not the only one. Encourage yourself. Why do you, in all the scriptures, the Bible tell you, be your brother, sister, keeper, iron, shopping, iron. In the book of Philippians, chapter 2, it tells you, you know, it tells you how to treat somebody. But we're so selfish. We're so jealous. Our heart is not right. And then we don't want to share nothing with nobody. We want people to share information. But when it comes to us, we, we lie to people. We don't share it. Oh, we want to charge people. We want something for nothing. But when it comes to us, we want to charge. No, 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 no. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. It's 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 just too much selfishness. Too much jealousy is not of God. Selfishness is not of God. You know, and it's just you got too much cold. You got too many people that need deliverance in the body, and they and they haven't done. And it's and it's but God is watching all of us. None of us is not. We're not gonna get away with nothing. And so we have to be careful how we treat and talk to people. You know, instead of us doing what the, the Bible tells us to do in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32, it says, be kind one another, send them out to give one another, even as we don't want to do that. Come on. We'd rather talk about somebody than help somebody. And a lot of us, a lot of us as, as apostles, prophets, pastors, bishops, we, the Bible says, the blessing of the Lord make rich, he add no sorrow. Why are you giving up? Why are you giving God's people sorrow? Why are you making things so difficult for God's people? Whenever somebody made it difficult for you, you, you say, Lord, I'm breaking, I'm, I'm breaking this cycle. I'm not going to treat people. You break the cycle. And if somebody did make it difficult to you, you tell them why are you so difficult. If the blessing of the Lord make rich, you add no sorrow. Why are you making things so free to end time? Why you don't? Why are you holding God's people? Why are you not training them? Why are you not equipping them? Come on, you, we all gonna have to answer God. And someone wonder why some of us are dying. Well, a lot of the ministers are dying. The pastors, the pastors, some of us are dying. Premature young young ones, is it because of disobedience? Is it because of rebellious? There's a form of witchcraft. Is rebellious obedience? Is it because we just we, we don't care about nobody? Or we or we doing witchcraft? But our sisters, a lot of us we, we do we witchcraft hurt people. And we don't think it's gonna come back to us. Be careful. Be careful how you treat people. This is a warning to the people who have to be careful. If you have not done right by anybody, I advise you today to to, to repent and and to God and go back and to people and call people and apologize to them and get things right. Treat people right. Stop trying to block people. Stop trying to hinder people. Stop trying to stop people. Don't help them. Stop always want to think everyone everybody helps you. Everybody wants you want everybody to stand by you. But when it, you see something going on. You see your sister in Christ, you won't, you won't even stand by her. And then we lie and say we're too busy. Oh, we're busy. Oh, God got me. We, we, we lie in a minute. I'm busy. Oh, God got me in the shutting. We lie on God. We lie on God so much. We lie on God and we even lie on the enemy, devil. Oh, the devil. No, it wasn't the devil. It was you. You just, you just straight up selfish. 
you're straight up jealous. You just, you just not, a, you just, your heart just ain't right. You refuse to go get some healing. You refuse to go get some deliverance. You refuse to repent. You got so much pride. You can't just do whatever you want to do to people and expect nothing not to happen to you. Because we know what the word of God says. You do reap what you sow, whether it's good or bad. So whoever out there, if you need to repent, repent. If you need to accept Jesus Christ, just open your mouth and say, Jesus, I repent for my sins. And repent. Tell, tell Jesus what, what you need to repent for. Be, be real. Just open your mouth. Say, Jesus, I need to repent. For Shaq and Infonica, I need to repent for, for being selfish. I need to repent for being jealous. I need to repent for never doing enough from the heart. I always want people to pay me. Everything I always got in my hands, I always want somebody to bless me, but I never want to bless nobody. Amen. I repent for being selfish. I repent for being a user. I repent for always wanting something for nothing. Most ministers, I repent. I always want people to sow and help me. I don't want to help nobody. No, repent for that. We need to repent. We need to repent. We need to repent in the name of Jesus. Ain't no need to get upset and take offense. Ain't nobody there but the devil. Just repent. A lot of us got so much pride that instead of repenting and getting things right, we don't want to get an attitude. We want to blame somebody. And we, or we, we cancel the plot. We always plot and scheme and trying to hurt people. Be careful how, who you plot and scheme. They're going to come back to you. Instead of us repenting and getting things right, we always want to justify or make excuses. Since for 2018, repent for making excuses and repent for being wrong and strong. Don't ever think you, what you're doing wrong, it, 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 it's not going to happen back to you. It will. Don't think God is not watching you. Just because you think you got away with things, trust me, none of us ain't getting away with nothing. My advice to anybody listening, repent and get things right. Repent, forgive, and get things right. And stop trying to use people. See, we're in the, we're in the end time. Nobody wants relationship. Everybody wants convenience. The devil is a liar. Everybody wants convenience, but nobody wants relationship. The devil is a liar. On the Bible, David and Jonathan had a relationship. Ruth and Ruth and Naomi had a relationship. Everybody talking about Ruth and Boaz, but we need we, we, we need to study the character of Ruth. The character of Naomi, they didn't use they didn't, they didn't use each other. Ruth didn't use Naomi. Naomi didn't use Ruth. And then when Ruth when Ruth got blessed, when Ruth met Boaz and she got married, she got blessed. She took care of Naomi. How many people was if they're around you when they down and out? And then when they get when God blessed them, they they leave you. Come on, that's a user in selfless spirit. How many of us done that to people? Come on, we need to repent today. Repent. You're around somebody. You're around somebody just to use to get what you want from them, and soon you get your breakthrough, and soon you get things you leave them. No, Ruth didn't do that to Naomi. Ruth couldn't. Ruth, see, nobody talk about the, the character 
a relationship with Ruben Amy. I'm going I'm to have to do a, a teaching on that. Because a lot of us don't want to stand by nobody. Standing by each other goes both ways. A lot of us want people, whoa, we got too many selfish ministers. We want people to stand by us, labor with us, sow seeds, do this for us. When it's our turn, come on. We tell them what? Do it unto God or, or God. No, that's a, that's, a, that's a selfish spirit. You don't use people like that. You don't, you don't get in a relationship with people just to take and take and never give back. That's a user and selfish spirit. And a lot of people in the church are like that, and families never like that. And then they want to justify it. Be careful who you're trying to use and take advantage of. Because trust me, the same person you try to use and take advantage of, somebody's doing the same thing to you. I've seen it so many times. I've seen it so many times. They call themselves trying to use me. And the, and the same thing they did to me, somebody did it to them, and they had to come back to little sister Roslyn and say, I'm sorry for what I've done to you. I said, well, what did you learn? You really think you were going to use me and take advantage of me? The Bible says, touch not my prophet. You think I'm going to use me and get away with it? Are you serious? You took my kindness for weakness? Are you serious? You so bold? You got so much jealous. How are you going to be jealous of me and I'm the one to help you? Come on, somebody. How are you going to be jealous of a person who helps you? And get spiritual amnesia. Oh, come on, somebody. Oh, God. I didn't mean to talk up today. I guess people won't get set free. But I did not plan to talk about Sometimes we got to hear the truth to set us free. And I cancel that spirit where people got so much pride. When you speak the truth, they say you complain. Then let me complain. Do you think I'm complaining? Let me complain. And let the word of God bring conviction to you. The truth is the truth. You got too much too much selfishness and, and these people call themselves saints and the ministers, too much jealousy, too much pride. We have we they, nobody don't care. Everybody is all about what they can get from you. The devil that user in spirit gotta go. I'm exposing it, it gotta go in the name of Jesus. So just like you call yourself getting over and using somebody, it's gonna come right back to you. Sure behold. So I, I, once again, um, this is your host, prophetess, author, Rosalind Jennings. Come on. I just thank God. Uh, uh, go on Amazon, get the book called Forgiveness Goes Both Ways. You call me and pre-order a copy of Eight Steps to Take Before You Say I Do. This book, anyone who's single, anyone who's engaged, even if you marry, this book will open your eyes where you went wrong and where you could, okay, I didn't do this, but now I know what to do now that I'm married. Let me let me go for deliverance. Let me go for healing. Let me let, let me let me change. Amen. Come on, somebody. Change starts within you. Okay? Nobody can change you but yourself and Jesus. Come on now. And we gotta change our mindset, change our confessions, and change our circles and be around people that celebrate us, not tolerate us, that know that support. Come on, somebody shout say support. And encouragement goes both ways. Oh my God, I'm not even going about. Let me leave that one alone. So many of us don't. The, the hysteria always wants something for nothing. 
I've never in my life met so many selfish ministers and people in this group who call themselves non-believers will help you quicker than 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 a, than a, than a minister in a church home. A non-believer. We the, the, the spirit of we everyone in the church needs to be delivered from the spirit of selfishness, jealousy, and and, and, and rejection. Don't don't forget the witchcraft neither. I'm calling I'm calling them out. People really think people think they get in the way with so many other people that think that so many ministers and saints think they get they getting over they ain't getting over nobody. I know this much. You better repent and get things right. When you when you stand before God, God don't want to hear no excuse, and God will show you. He will show you a, 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 a movie of your life. And he said, well, you were on the power of forgiveness show, or you heard her minister on Facebook, or you heard her minister, and she wanted you to repent. She wanted you to forgive. She wanted you to let it go. But you you, talk, you, you made all every excuse. You spoke you spoke bad about the woman of God. You were so jealous of her. You wouldn't even, you wouldn't even say, woman of God, I thank you, uh, God, for you. I'm going to tell someone. You were so jealous of her. You, went, you know, it's, I tell you, this jealousy ain't something else in the body. And God's gonna hold everyone and everyone. I don't care who you are, he's gonna hold you accountable. Because you didn't you didn't you you didn't repent and renounce that selfish spirit, that jealous spirit, that witchcraft, that disobedient spirit, that's why. You thought you 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 thought you could treat people any way you want to, you can't. If you don't want people to use you and mistreat you, don't do the opposite. And we can't, we, we got so comfortable to make excuses because that was a liar. But you can contact me at 412-206-9376. I want to thank you. I speak divine uh, 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 healing, deliverance, blessings, and protection that no weapon will form against you to prosper. In Jesus' name, no weapon form against your family to prosper. In Jesus' name. No weapon form against your destiny, your your ministry, your business, whatever you call to do, no weapon. And remember, don't hinder people or don't block people because you don't want nobody hindering you. Amen. If you want to do something for somebody, don't procrastinate and don't delay. Just go ahead and do it. Okay? Remember that. You got so many people in the church, they operate instead of delay and, and procrastinate, dragging their feet. No, just go ahead and do it. Because the longer you hold back, for what do what you're supposed to do for somebody else? You block you you holding back your own breakthrough, your own blessing. Amen. I should share my testimony when I when I was on the bus for two days. So I went to this conference from Pittsburgh to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania to Tesco, Washington last year, and I stepped out on faith. I didn't even have enough. I didn't even have enough money to go to get a, the, the motel. But I'm on the bus for two days with swollen feet. But while I'm on the bus, God allowed me to, God had me feet too. People ain't going to give you give up their last to help nobody. Not, no, not the church people. One last time, somebody's going to take their last and bless somebody with some food, not not the ones I know. Well, God had me feed two people. And when I got to the station, Greyhound Station, I met this guy. I, I I wanted to go straight to the car. He said, no, he's going to the hotel. 
I said, well, and then I followed him, and guess what? When I went to the hotel, there was a woman there, and I went to the sister. I said, hi. I told her who I am. I said, I'm, I'm here on faith. I don't have much, but I could give you something. And she looked at me, and she said, I see why I'm delayed. She said, God delayed my plane for you. See, when you step out on faith and you'll be, and you'll be obedient, and when God tells you to give out of your need, you know how many times I've given out of my need? I, I sow seeds, but somebody should have been sowing into my life. I sacrifice. I help people open doors. And I'm saying this because people are so selfish, and, and, and you know, and, and you don't overlook what people have done. And, you know, we're so ungrateful. And selfish, amen. Amen. Sometimes, you know, we have a nerve to say things when we wasn't there and we didn't do nothing. Come on, somebody. Spectators. But because I stepped out on faith and I gave out of money, God provided for me a place to stay. Come on, somebody. So that's my quick, straight to the point testimony. I thank God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. But a lot of us can't say they did the same thing. A lot of us are in a position to help somebody. We chose not to help people. So once again, I thank God for each and one of you. We thank God that today you you, you are healed, you deliver, and you're going to repent. You're going to change your wicked ways, and you're going to change your ways, and you're going to get close to God. It's about relationship with Jesus, not about religion. Okay, it's not about religion. So a lot of people who are dealing with religion, I'm going to speak the truth. They're going to go, they are going straight. A lot of, a lot of, if you go to, they're going to hell right now. People, I bet you there's more religious people in hell than non-believers. A lot of them was holding on unforgiveness, and they just said it just wasn't right, and they and they and they pleading. Boy, I should have forgive. I should have repented. I should have treated somebody right. You know, they're in hell right now. A lot of religious, a lot of people, religious people in hell because of their character and the way they treated people. And they didn't forgive. They, 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 you know what I'm saying? God, God, you. We all have to answer God. All of us. We all. We all. So I thank God for the word. The word brings conviction. The word, the word brings healing. The word brings deliverance, and that you will change. Amen. Everybody, we ask everybody to rededicate your life back to Christ or set Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. It's very simple. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. I need you. I repent for my sins, known and unknown. Come to my heart. I want to make you as my Lord and Savior. That's it. Very simple. Or you can always Google the salvation prayer and pray that salvation prayer. And we pray that you call us so we can touch and agree. And we believe that, that you connect to the ministry. And come and serve and, and learn to be disciples for Jesus and share your testimony. Amen. Share your testimony. Sometimes if you, it's sad. When, when, when the end times, you can't even share your testimony without the saints getting, being jealous. But see, I will share my testimony because you wasn't there when I was sick. You wasn't there when I was grieving. You wasn't there when I didn't have no food. You wasn't there when all my stuff was in the pawn shop. You wasn't there when I had to seek to open some water because I had no money. See, when people wasn't there for you, when you when people wasn't there to help you when you was going through the hell you was going through, they they need to sit down and be quiet. Share your testimony. 
Share God, what God has done for you. Don't let nobody stop you from sharing the power of God. So we're, we're, because, because they was what? And people, people don't want to hear about nobody testing because what? They, first of all, they're jealous, they're selfish, and they, they, they're they not happy for nobody. But they wasn't there when you was going through all the hell. And here they come and think, no, shut up and sit down and be quiet. Because when I was sick or when I was grieving, you, you didn't think you, you you didn't think it was wrong to leave somebody grieving by themselves. You don't leave nobody sick grieving by, but the church folks will sure will do it and justify it too. One thing about people I know in the church, they're hypocrites. They have their husband, they have their wife, they have a one or two support system, and here you may not have that at this time. And instead of them to say, Lord, you know what, Sister Rosalind, I will stand with you. We're going to believe in God. I'm going to be there for you. You're going to believe in God to bring you your destiny helpless, your ministry helpless. They want to do that. Oh, they want to put everything, all religions, but they have they have one or two people that's helping them, but they're, going to, but they're going to tell you, oh, God is your help. God is everybody's help. I don't need you to tell me that God is my help. I need you to show me God is my help by going in your pocket and bless me and be there for me. Come on. Stop telling me things and show me. We're we, we, we too much of a lip service people in the body. We always got an excuse. That's one thing about the, the strengths. They always got to make excuses. So we thank God for each and one of you. Blessings to you. And, and have a good day.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.